Welcome, welcome everyone to the Unhacked Mind Podcast, formerly known as the Christian Therapy Podcast. I do count it as a privilege that you have chosen my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I appreciate you and I truly appreciate you for sharing this podcast on your social media platform, as well as taking the time to rate my podcast with a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you are brand new to this podcast, I hope you enjoy what I share with you on this episode as well as previous episodes, and I sure hope you decide to come back. I try to post at least bi-weekly episodes. If you subscribe to the podcast, you will be notified when I've posted a new episode. One thing I would like you to be aware of is that I'm a licensed mental health professional practicing by way of telehealth for the state of Maryland and Georgia. However, my podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. What I do on this podcast is inform, educate, entertain, and I sure hope I encourage. Lastly, I'm a published author of three books, Mission Uncomfortable, Getting Out of Your Comfort Zone for God, My Purpose Then and Now, and The Unhacked Mind. I also have the Unhacked Mind Academy for online self-study courses dealing with mental health and life circumstances. All of this information can be located in the show notes. Make sure to listen to each episode all the way to the end to learn how to connect with me. Okay, let's get this episode started. Today I had to fail a test in order to learn from a test. And the test was based off of my ability to empathize with others. I found myself becoming very irritated and frustrated with someone because I did not remember that a lot of times when people are in pain, their ability to access the needs and feelings of another person is not available to them. And what I mean by that is if you ever have come across or witnessed somebody in in excruciating or dealing with chronic pain, sometimes you may want to offer them suggestions and advice and you hate to see them in that pain and then they may not take your advice or they may not be able to hear from you because they are in so much pain. And because of that, you have you may be somebody that can't stand to be around them because they're in pain and yet they're not listening to you or they're not adhering to some of the suggestions that they are being told by other people who are looking to help them. And to watch somebody in pain or to experience that stress when you see that you can't do anything to alleviate somebody's pain, that in itself is painful. I know I've experienced it plenty of times. I've experienced it with my mother who used to suffer from chronic pain faithfully. I mean, like every day, consistently and frequently. I had to experience watching my aunt in pain um, frequently and often. And both of them have since passed away. My aunt just recently passed away. But the thing is, is when I was around them during times where they were in chronic pain, 
I felt helpless. I felt there was nothing that I could do. And all I wanted to do was to get them to the hospital because they were in so much pain. But a lot of times when I wanted them to go to the hospital, they did not want to go. But my thing was, I can't do anything. What is there for me to do? You know, need to go to the hospital. But they had many reasons why they didn't want to go to the hospital. Um, and for some reason, I had a hard time hearing from them, you know, when they were talking about why they didn't want to go. I just knew that I didn't want to be in stress. I didn't want to be stressed out anymore because I couldn't do anything. And I needed my mental pain to stop because I was watching them in pain. And so I was really thinking about myself at the time. But the thing of the matter is I too was suffering some type of some form of pain. It just wasn't physical. And I wanted my pain to stop as well, even though they were dealing with physical pain. But the thing about it is when people are in physical pain, what they really want is it for is for them to stop hurting. They want to stop hurting. They want to stop the pain. And sometimes you being around, although they know that you can't do anything about the pain, they may just want you around just so they have somebody around that can comfort them through the pain or, you know, pray for them or just be in the same space as them even though they know that you can't do anything about the pain, but we have a hard time really getting that and understanding that because again, we can be dealing with some mental anguish that is just as traumatic and just of a strain on the body as the physical pain. But the thing is, is most people don't realize, and I was one of those people many times is that when people are in pain, whether it's mentally or physically, logic doesn't work. Logic is not working. We're not able to think rationally. We're just looking for a way of escape in a way to, you know, end whatever pain and suffering that we're experiencing. Words don't relieve people of stress and um, pain. Words do not relieve anybody. So sometimes saying less is more <laughs> and I am very stubborn sometimes at even understanding that at the time. Again, logic is not available to me when I'm in pain and logic is not available to them when they're in pain, regardless of what type of pain it is. They can't even gauge how they are impacting others. So when I'm dealing with some mental anguish or mental pain or whatever, I have a hard time being able to empathize with someone else. It just, that's just how it is. I can't empathize. I can't see how I'm impacting them. I don't recognize what they might be going through because it's not available to me. And when they're in pain, especially if it's physical pain, they have no way of being able to really gauge how, how I'm being impacted and watching them suffer or go through their pain. It is difficult to gauge anybody's um, feelings or their needs when somebody is in pain. And what happens is emotions get flared up. So people become angry, they become frustrated, irritated. And for some, it's just 
just strictly sadness because it's like, how do I help somebody get through knowing that I really don't have the resources to do that and wanting them to go to the hospital, you know, if they're in pain or if they're in mental anguish, wanting them to see a therapist because I can't solve the problems and I hate to see them in pain. So anger, frustration, irritation, and sadness are the primary emotions that most people will experience as a result of all of this. And not only that, because we're dealing with mental anguish and because the pain is a lot not letting up or the physical pain is not letting up, we can at times begin to feel rejection and abandonment and sometimes even confusion because we're thinking that people don't care. They don't hear me. They don't listen. They're not checking in on me. They're not um, empathizing. They're not validating me. They're not hearing me. And that's just naturally what will happen when people are dealing with pain. So most people go into what I call survival and protection mode because that's what's a priority. They are literally and their bodies are literally, literally trying to go into survival mode and protection mode. That is a priority. And for that reason, they may snap on other people. They may become verbally aggressive towards other people because they're trying to do what they got to do to survive. And sometimes people get hurt by that, by their actions. This reminds me of a scripture in the Bible um, when I was going through some mental anguish before, and it popped up in my head a couple times before, but sometimes I just ignored it. And that scripture comes out of second Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine. And it says, and he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And when I read that scripture, it took me a while. Sometimes when I first read it, I don't get the same thing out of it. But when I go back and I look it over and go through it slowly, I realize what what this is saying to me is that I might be in pain and I might be suffering. But the thing is, is I am still getting grace. I am still receiving grace from God because when, if I'm in physical pain, I may be in physical pain, but guess what? I'm alive. Um, I might be dealing with mental anguish because I'm feeling rejected or abandoned. But the thing is, I am really not alone. And I do have the ability to reach out to other people, you know, and I can give out what it is that I'm wanting. So I have some other things available to me, even though I'm suffering or according to me, I'm suffering some kind of anguish or pain. It is, there's, I'm not getting everything that I could possibly be getting, but I am getting something and it's not as bad as it could be, even though I'm not dismissing, you know, what I'm experiencing, but there is something that I am getting out of this, even though it feels bad. So sometimes it's important for us to just remember to let God lead us through our pain and find a scripture and repeat that scripture over and over again when we're feeling like we can't move forward. It will help us to get to go forward. It'll help us to, you know, stay in, stay in it. It'll help us have hope. So find a scripture, memorize it 
and utilize that scripture to repeat over and over again when you're in pain. So sometimes, for instance, if I'm like really hurting and I have a lot of issues with my back, sometimes if I say, Lord, I know you have me. Lord, I know you're taking care of me. Lord, I can get through this. Lord, I can move. I can do this. I can call out. I can meditate. I can do whatever. I can do anything through Christ who strengthens me. So find a scripture that will help you to hold on. And another scripture that comes to mind is one out of Hebrews chapter 11, verse six. And that says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God to comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. See, sometimes we are in pain for a longer period of time because God wants us to humble ourselves and call out to him and depend on him. And so sometimes what I'm suffering or where I feel like I'm suffering from, maybe that don't go away too fast because maybe I yet have not called out to God. Maybe I am not, you know, depending on him to help me because he said he becomes stronger through my iniquities. So maybe I just need to continue to call out on him. And I would believe um, that my faith in God is what's going to really sustain me. I have to have faith in God's promises. And that is that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So even through the pain, even through the suffering, I'm not by myself. And even though I feel that a lot of times that I might be, that I'm by myself and nobody cares and nobody's listening and nobody's empathizing or validating me and my feelings. Um, read Hebrews 11, chapters, I mean, chapter 11, verse one through 40. It's a whole passage about faith and it speaks about faith and having faith. So I want to just give you a few things to consider, you know, especially consider it now if you're not in pain or hopefully write it down so you can look at it and read it when you're going through pain. And these little things are, you know, I don't know how well they work for you, but I just feel like when we put certain things into practice, it helps. So the first thing is when you're in pain or when you experience pain, just pause, just pause, just stop, get still for a moment and pause. Pausing allows us to get a better view of the situation and it gives us the opportunity to just maybe see things a little bit clearer. So number one, pause Two, take some deep breaths. Because usually our body is um, experiencing some kind of physiological um, situation and we need to get our bodies back in a homeostasis mode, meaning get it back into balance. And taking deep breaths will really help us to do that. Because I know that when I am tense and when I am um, mad and angry and feeling all these different emotions, my body hurts worse. So sometimes if I just pause one, two, take some deep breaths, I can gain some kind of balance in my body and help me get out of that state that I'm in. And when I take those deep breaths and when I'm pausing, I can also, number three, scan my body. Just take a a quick scan over my body and see what's being affected by the pain that I'm dealing with, whether it's mental or physical 
and where the pain is and how it could possibly be, be affecting my body. So scan your body, you know, from head to, um, from foot to head, from your feet all the way up to your head. Scan your body and look at what you're feeling and what you might be experiencing in your body and, you know, put a concentration on that. Number four, breathe through any stretches. So do some stretching because sometimes, again, I don't know if I said this already, but sometimes words don't help. And I don't say I'm not saying that you can't say positive affirmations and, you know, say prayers and things like that. But sometimes it requires us to do some physical stretching, like real movement in our bodies to help our bodies get a little bit more relaxed because when we're angry, mad and irritated and frustrated, our body tenses up and we may feel pain and pain can be a result of the strong emotions we're having. So do some stretching in your body and look up on YouTube or somewhere about some stretches that will help relax you because you're trying to get your body out of a state that is making things worse than they are. So scan your body and then do some stretches and breathe through those stretches. Number five, say a scripture to help you refocus your attention. You know, I know I said that words don't always help, you know, your body get back to where it needs to be. But sometimes, you know, when you're pausing, taking deep breaths, scanning your body, breathing through your stretches, saying the scripture can help you change your focus. And that way you're not solely focused on where you're hurting or who you believe hurts you or the situation that hurts you. Number six, add some music to help you relax. You know, the sound, the frequencies of music really does do something to the body. And so if you put some music on and allow that music to the, the, the frequency of the music to do the things that it does, you know, it's, this is scientific. <laughs> so, you know, it will do the things that it does without you knowing how it's being done, but put on, put on the meditation music, any kind of music that has no words in it just soft frequency music, meditation music, and it can help repair some cells in your body if you allow it to do what it does. And then the lastly, repeat your exercises. Sometimes when you do the stretching exercises, you just do it once and then you think it's done, but sometimes you may need to repeat the exercises. So maybe just repeat the whole um, few things that I just listed here until you get to a place where you feel fully relaxed. And maybe, maybe you will notice that your pain has reduced or eased up some, whether it's your mental pain or your physical pain. So those are just a few things that you might want to consider because if we stay in the state that we're in because of the pain, the physical pain and emotional pain, this is very damaging to the heart. And I don't have to be a doctor and I'm not you know, to, to know this, but too much of a bad thing, um, can be very damaging to the heart, too much of anger, too much frustration, too much irritation, too much sadness. All of these strong emotions have a negative effect on the body, especially if we stay in those states for too long. There's always a time to talk and a time for stillness and silence, but give it all to God give your pain, give your worry, give your fears, your concerns, your doubts, your insecurities, any rejection and abandonment, give it all to God. Give it to him. 
Let him carry it because we're not built to carry all of this stuff for too long. Our bodies will break down. It's difficult for a person in pain to realize how much they are um, stacking on things on top of their already, you know, excruciating pain and toxic, you know, and chronic pain and toxic thinking and stuff like that. It's very difficult for anybody to realize what we're doing to ourselves. But if we just take some time and just get still for a moment and be silent and just look up, look up to God and let him tell you what will be necessary to help you help your body mentally, physically, and spiritually. All right. I said this really fast. I probably sound very pressured, but I felt like I needed to get that out. It's like me purging because I just had an experience where I needed to be reminded of my own bad habits at times. So until the next time, everyone, good mental health, good spiritual health, and as always, good physical health. Y'all take great care. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. I sure hope you enjoyed that episode. Please feel free to share us on your social media platform or giving it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can reach me on my website at unhackmind.com or life-counseling-transitions.com. All this information will be in the show notes. All right, take care and I hope you come back.